we want to move to the next Brahma Vihara divine abode, which is compassion. And as there are three more Brahma Viharas uh, after Metta, we're going to only have two weeks to spend on each one. So tonight and next week will be compassion. So I'll um, take us tonight through most of the individuals. So as Joseph spoke about compassion last night, or karuna in Pali, and the way we practice is just the same as in metta. But it's interesting because we see compassion is a very different feeling, a very different state of heart, a mental state, than metta. And so in practicing it in this somewhat formal way, we become much more familiar with the difference. That quivering of the heart in response to pain and suffering, that's compassion. Or you can think of it as metta, turn towards the suffering aspect. So whereas in metta we tune into the lovable aspect of a person, in compassion, we turn, tune into the suffering aspect quite deliberately and meet that suffering with a real connected caring. So the mental state, the state of heart of compassion is very connected to suffering, a state that is connected and caring. Now obviously you can see how in practicing compassion, there will be many times when the feeling easily slips into the so-called near enemy or a state that we easily mistake for compassion, which is various forms of um, grief or pity, some kind of uh, tuning into the suffering with some element of aversion. And that's the difference. Compassion itself is not a suffering state. It's one of the sublime abodes. It's not a suffering state. If we're practicing compassion and you're suffering, it's a clue we've slipped out of it. That doesn't make that wrong or bad. I found myself in practicing compassion Often, grief and sadness would come up. That's okay. It's not that we hate that or we're bad or it's wrong, but we recognize it's not compassion. That's all, just to know the difference. And as well, the far enemy, uh, cruelty, or other forms of aversion might also be brought up or elicited. Again, I found myself in practicing compassion, sometimes so filled with aversion at people, not the people I was practicing compassion for, just sort of any poor person who happened to walk by. And it took me a while to connect the two. Oh yeah, this is the far enemy arising. So again, we just notice it, no problem, and gently come back. In the compassion practice, we only use one phrase, easier to remember. I give you a couple of possibilities 
Of course, find one that works for you. Classically, uh, may you be free from your suffering. Again, this is not an aversion. We hate the suffering and we hope it goes away. It's that connection of heart that feels the suffering and truly wishes may you be free from it. It's connected, not pushing away. If that one doesn't work for you, some people use uh, I care about your suffering or I care about you. If something else works better for you, that's fine. Classically, we begin the karuna practice uh, not with ourselves at first, but to make it easiest to feel compassion is to pick a person. It doesn't really, it doesn't have to be someone you know, it can be, but someone whose suffering is fairly obvious and for whom it is easy for you to feel compassion. So it's, if it's someone who seems too happy, sometimes the benefactor isn't good to start with because people say, well, they're not suffering. So someone whose suffering is obvious, if you pick someone whose suffering is just overwhelming or someone you're very close to, that might be too difficult because you can start drowning in the sorrow. If you pick someone you don't like, it might also be a little more difficult to generate compassion, you know, sort of like, well, you know, serves you right or whatever. The aversion can come in. So find your own, own uh, balance here. But someone that easily elicits compassion and you deliberately tune into the suffering aspect. And then we practice in the same way. So we can begin with that and I know it's going to seem like a lot the first time, but from that I'll take us through ourselves, a friend or benefactor, neutral person, maybe the enemy, maybe not, um, just seeing how the time goes. But remembering, you don't have to go this fast when you're practicing. We're just trying to give you the instructions here tonight. Okay, so again, just connecting with yourself. And just see who comes up in your heart, your mind, as someone whose suffering you can notice. You can let your heart your being connect with this person's suffering. And even, again, don't push the feeling. Don't try to manufacture it. But just let your loving attention tune into this person, whether it's physical suffering, emotional suffering, whether they have a hard life, whether they're living in a difficult situation. It might be uh, someone you don't know, but you can see from a distance that they have a very hard time. And just hold this person, their image, the sense of them in your heart. 
Let yourself begin to connect, feeling in some way their suffering. And begin to let the phrase repeat in your heart. May you be free from your suffering. Or I care for you. I care about your suffering. And just gently repeating the phrase and connecting it with the image or sense of this person. Maybe you feel some caring, maybe you don't. Just letting that be and keep reconnecting with the phrases, the person and their suffering. And just feel what you feel. May you be free from your suffering.
Don't worry about what else comes up in the mind or the heart. Notice it, let it be, and gently come back, refocus on the person you're sending compassion to, connecting again in your heart with their suffering, and gently letting your attention rest in each word of the phrase. May you be free from your suffering.
Just settle back into each phrase, each word, and the sense of the person. No need to lean forward or hurry or try to create a feeling. Simply rest in each phrase and let the feeling arise by itself. Now, if you like, turning the intention of compassion to yourself. Bring into your heart, your awareness, either a felt or physical sense of yourself sitting here now, or perhaps a mental image picture, a memory, can be an image of yourself as a child or at a particularly difficult time of your life. Because this is bringing loving awareness to our suffering aspect, knowing all beings on this planet experience suffering and pain. We are no different from anyone else. So tuning into our suffering, not with aversion or fear, but with the kind, connected space of heart of compassion. 
So the felt or mental image of ourselves, the quivering of our heart in response to our suffering aspect, physical pain, emotional difficulties, past memories, fears of the future, whatever suffering we connect with here and now. And again, repeating the phrases, may I be free from my suffering. Or if that's too uh, bringing up of aversion, I care about my suffering. I care about myself. And it's okay if it slips into sorrow or grief or cruelty to ourselves. Just notice that and come back again to at least the intention to care about our suffering. Compassion connects with the suffering. It doesn't push it away.
And now moving to either your benefactor or a dear friend. You can pick either one for tonight. And again, tuning into the suffering aspect of this friend or this benefactor. If it's someone who's happy knowing that all beings suffer in some way, from physical pain, illness, aging. Or if it's a dear friend deliberately bringing to your heart the things that are difficult for them. Connecting with the suffering and truly wishing, truly feeling that intention of caring that would ease their suffering if we could. May you be free from your suffering. I care about your suffering. And when you get lost or just drift off, you can come back and refocus on the image of the friend or benefactor, reconnect with the sense of them, and again gently begin repeating the phrase in your heart.
And now moving, bringing up in your heart or mind the image of a a neutral person. That means if you've just come, a neutral person is someone you really don't know much at all and don't have strong feelings for one way or the other. It might be someone in the bank someone here that you just see and know nothing about. So in sending compassion to a neutral person, it might be, since you don't know much about them, that you don't really know what their suffering aspect is. It might be a little more difficult to bring it up unless there's something really obvious. If that's the case, that you don't specifically know what suffering aspect to connect with. You can simply reflect on the fact that I've mentioned that we all as human beings experience sorrow, grief, separation, loss, physical pain, illness, loss of loved ones, There is no human being who escapes this. So tuning in even to this aspect of the neutral person. And again, without pushing the feeling, simply repeating the phrase, I care about your suffering. Or may you be free from suffering. and come back to the image or sense of this neutral person when your mind drifts off.
And just for a moment, uh, to end, going from the neutral person outwards to all beings. The neutral person stands for all beings. May all beings everywhere be free from suffering. Just let your compassionate intention radiate outwards in all directions. May all beings be free from suffering. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.